guys, this is Jade from the Nerf Fix. Welcome to episode 16 of season 1. This is the podcast where we talk about everything in the nerd community, whether it be anime, manga, video games, comics, anything that you like that's nerdy, we're here to talk about. This is going to be a bit of an interesting episode because this is something that I've been wanting to do. Let's say this is a bit of an experiment, per se, because... This is going to be on the topic of video games, but it's going to be something a bit interesting. Now, me myself, I am a horror fanatic, and if you are familiar with creepypastas, then you've come to the right place, because I feel like for once a month, I would be doing a reading of a creepypasta that ties in with anime or manga or video games. But, with everything else, by the month of October, I will be doing a special where every day, or every other day, I will be reading a creepypasta throughout the month of October for a creepout fest, per se. So I hope you're ready for this, because this is really going to send a chill down your spine. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Does anyone remember an old PC game from the early 1990s called Mr. Mix? It's mainly a typing game, similar to Mario Teaches Typing, where you have to type words into a box to make a chef, the titular Mr. Mix, put ingredients into a bowl. Unlike most typing games, however, this game is notorious for having an insane difficulty curve. The game has a words per minute requirement for each level, being as low as 10 on level 1 and as high as 85 on the third. By level 5, the requirement reaches over 500, effectively making it impossible to proceed any further. One of the main things that people noticed about the game immediately was the background music. The music on the first level was an unsettling pattern of growls that got progressively louder as the level went on, often causing damage to early computer screens that were not designed to handle extremely loud, high volumes of sound. The second level had no music at all, and the third had what sounded like an extremely low-quality recording of a hairdryer playing in the background. The remaining two levels had an extremely low, loud, high-pitched ringing throughout the level that caused severe eardrum damage to those who managed to get that far. Another rather disturbing aspect of the game was the design of Mr. Mix himself. He was a large, round-faced, overweight man with large beady eyes and red spots on his cheeks. Most children who played the game reported having vivid nightmares of Mr. Mix speaking to them in a quiet, raspy voice and threatening them to keep quiet about something. However, none of them could remember exactly what that was. One psychologist who saw many of these children reported being disturbed by the sheer amount of terror on the faces of the children as they recounted the details of the nightmare. Many of the children broke down in tears in the process, begging for their parents to save them. However, 
Our direct relationship to the game itself could be determined by these few cases, as not all children suffered the same adverse effects. For obvious reasons, the game did not sell very well. It remained in relative obscurity until a few years later, when PC hackers got a hold of a ROM of the game and started digging through it. Using memory hack software, they managed to crack the game's code and bypass the impossible fifth level. What they found, however, was extremely disturbing and caused many of them to quit the expedition altogether. According to the reports, these hackers left behind, the game behaves very strangely if the fifth level is bypassed. The game crashes violently and closes, writing a bunch of files they use their system32 directory to the point that the RAM was almost completely filled. These files are reportedly pictures of people with horribly disformed faces, appearing to scream in pain and agony, with their eyes appearing to be bleeding from their tear ducts and their outer layer of skin torn clean off in multiple places. If the user attempts to delete these files, the computer will violently crash and blue screen, causing permanent irreparable damage to the user's hard drive. The hackers found that this was caused by a lone bite in the game's ROM that triggered when the fifth level was completed. After removing this bite, there they were able to proceed to the 6th level and the final level. Unfortunately, all the original hackers declined to discuss what they saw in the final level. All of them became extremely paranoid and reclusive, refusing to talk about anything related to the game and showing astonishingly extreme symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Most of them ceased to be able to form coherent sentences within a week, and within a month, all of them went missing. All the copies of the game were destroyed. To this day, no one knows what was in that game that caused them so much psychological damage. Maybe it's better that way. Two years later, after this incident, a man was arrested after trying to kidnap an eight-year-old girl from a grocery store. Through DNA and fingerprint analysis, the man was identified as one of the original hackers who viewed the final level of the game. He was wearing a white chef's hat and had a look of unspeakable malice and insanity on his face. When interrogated, the man would only say one thing, I'm Mr. Lavender Town Syndrome. The Lavender Town Syndrome, also known as Lavender Town Town or Lavender Town Suicides, was a peak in suicides and illnesses of children between the ages of 7 to 12, shortly after the release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan, back on February 27, 1996. Rumors said that these suicides and illnesses only occurred after the children playing the game reached Laughter Town, whose theme music had extremely high frequencies that studies showed that only children and young teens can hear, since their ears are more sensitive. 
Due to the lavender tone, at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide, and many more developed illnesses and afflictions. The children who committed suicide usually did so by hanging or jumping from heights. Those who did not act irrationally complained of severe headaches after listening to the Lavender Town's theme. Although Lavender Town now sounds differently depending on the game, this mass hysteria was caused by the first Pokemon game released. After the Lavender Town incident, the programmers have fixed Lavender Town's theme music to be at a lower frequency, and since the children were no longer affected by it. One video appeared in 2010 using special software to analyze the audio of Lavender Town's music. When played, the software created images of the unknown near the end of the audio. This raised the controversy, since the unknown did not appear until Generation 2 games Silver, Gold, and Crystal. The unknown translation to who leave now. There is also said to be a beta version of Lavender Town. And it's also been said that there is a beta version of Pokemon that was released to some kids to test this game. those were two creepypastas that I read. I'm sorry if it didn't sound all too creepy, but those were my best recommendations of reading a horror stories, but again, I am a horror fanatic, but I want to know, did you like it? Do you want me to continue reading creepypastas earlier to the subjects I talked about on their fix, or do you just want me to read different creepypastas altogether? This is just to prepare for October coming up, knowing that October is my favorite month, with that being my birthday and Halloween being my favorite holiday. Just let me know what you guys think, and to end it, end the episode whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not keep loving what makes you you and stay awesome thank you so much for listening i hope you got your fix for the evening and if i did give you a fright with the sound of my voice i do apologize but thank you so much for sticking around for the nerd fix and i will see you next time later